All right, Cool Hand Podcast, something you got to deal with. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host. My name is Q. We have another interview in the building. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's, let, let's get started. We have another interview in the building. Um, everybody likes to look nice, right? And people love accessories. People like to match stuff up. I'm wearing an accessory myself. I have a watch on. But the watch isn't the most important accessory I have on today. I have on a nice bracelet that uh, that was made by my uh, guest today. And guest, can you please introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Lauren. Um, I am the creator of Ren and A Jewelry. And I live in Arizona. I'm 23. And uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have you on. So Lauren... Rennie made jewelry. Uh, we're going to talk about that. And uh, once again, thanks for being on uh, today. I appreciate it. And I'm sure whoever's watching appreciates it. Um, I want to get to know you a little bit. We are friends. We go back a little bit. Um, but for people who may not know you, maybe a new customer or something like that, let's, uh, let's introduce them to uh, Lauren. Um, Lauren, who are you? Where are you from? <laughs> Um, oh, that's a complicated question. So my parents are from Michigan. They went to Michigan State. They're from Detroit. And I was born in Detroit. But then um, when my parents got married, I was maybe like one or something. We moved to Los Angeles, California. And I was there till about eight. And um, then we moved to Pittsburgh, where I met you. And then um, eventually I was like, eh. It's kind of cold here. <laughs> um, so I was like, I'll, I'll just move back to Cali and see what happens from there. And you know, you, you grow up and you want to be an adult so badly. And then you get out into the real world and you're like, oh, I have to pay bills. I have to put food after work and I'm already tired. <laughs> and so I was like, uh, okay. So after like a year and a half of being back in Cali, um, I moved to Arizona where my mom moved and I'm in school right now. So, you know, just trying to, just trying to pay my bills, you know, mm -hmm. what are you in school for? Um, I'm in school for, it's called, <laughs> it's called speech language pathology assistant. So wow. I just say speech therapy for, you know, uh, like I want to work with children, but I think you can also work with, um, like adults who have had a stroke or mm. some kind of like traumatic brain injury. And so you help them with the way they speak and you know, whatever. There's a whole lot to it, a lot more than I had anticipated. Yeah, no, that sounds pretty cool. Like it, it sounds really important too. I guess it's the, the, pathology, the pathology part that really yeah. makes it, it gives it an extra oomph. So Detroit, <laughs> LA, Pittsburgh, LA, Arizona. Yeah. You've been around. So what was, with that being said, you've been all over the place, whether it's when you were younger, eight and moving, what was life like for you growing up? Ooh, um, so I'm an only child. Um, and I think I spent a lot of time around adults and I, I kind of got acclimated with, um, kind of just being able to maneuver an adult world with being a child. And then I think that growing up, I kind of needed to 
mature myself a little bit more because as a child you don't know you don't know everything but I think when you spend a lot of time around adults you think you know everything and so I would kind of just try to find a creative outlet to um, channel my energy into and I think that's where running major jewelry came from just even even now I needed a creative outlet so I would get into music and I would get into painting and art and different stuff and I'd make jewelry for my friends and it wasn't very good, but I was small enough for my friends and my family to be like, oh, this is so cute. And I think now I kind of stepped it up a little bit, if I can say. Oh yeah, I would say, you know what? I didn't even know um, jewelry was a thing that you did. Like, like I saw the page, I think your Instagram page was recommended. Really? And like, I, of course, I, I didn't know who you were, or what it was. And then I think you like promoted it on your your personal page. And I'm like, Rennie okay. made jewelry. I'm like, OK, this is Lauren. So, yeah. So this was a surprise to me. I'm like, oh, she's really out here busting out the jewelry. But before <laughs> we before we get to the actual jewelry making, I'm glad you talked about what you were doing creatively as you were growing up. Thank you for that. Now, you talked about music. Speaking of which, this thing isn't always here. I brought this out just for you. Not the not the record. That's for decoration. But the actual record player. Yes. I, if you remember, I bought this with you. You actually, um, <laughs> you didn't push me, but you inspired me to get this record player. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, I re- I remember we were out somewhere. It was just, you know, a few of us friends and uh, you suggested I get it. And I'm glad I got it. I love this, uh, this record player. And uh, so that's a little piece of history of, uh, of Rennie made Jewelry's Lauren uh, and myself. Uh, there's, you have some deep uh, roots in music. And I wanted to talk about that uh, very briefly as well. Uh, when it comes to music, you don't only, you know, make the jewelry. Um, what can you do musically? Um, I, so I play guitar. That's like my main instrument that I play. And I've taken piano lessons on and off since I was like five. Um, I, I played the violin when I was in elementary school for about four years, I think. And then eventually I, I convinced my mom, I was like, please just buy me a cello, please. And I didn't do anything with that cello. I like got a few lessons from um, a sister in Sheridan. And, you know, she she was like, Lauren, you got to practice. And it, I don't know why it just didn't stick with me. But I think it's a it's a beautiful instrument. Um, I'm trying to think. I did try out the clarinet for a second. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Let me add that to the list. But like, I don't, some of these instruments, I don't remember. But I imagine I, I'm the kind of person that I'll see somebody doing something and I'll be like, wait, I want to do that. And I'll search a YouTube video, look for a song. And that's how I learned guitar. I just, um, I was a big fan of Taylor Swift, don't judge me. But I really, really respected her as an artist. And I, I haven't listened to her in the last maybe four years, but this new album, I really like a lot. I think it's it's really cool about storytelling and just musicianship and how you can you can just trans you can take people to where you're at with just a song. And so I think with her, that's how I got into songwriting. And 
my my parents are both writers my dad's a poet and he told me he's like you need to you need to do this and this and then you'll have you know a good solid um you know piece of piece of work whatever it is poetry or creative writing story whatever and I think all of that together kind of inspired me to get into music so that's a long-winded kind of thing but no, I'm learning. I'm learning. Like, like I mentioned, you know, we've known each other, but I didn't know things like that. Like your dad being a poet, um, the Taylor Swift part of your, uh, of your music taste. I didn't know this. And, um, you know, Taylor Swift could do her thing. I'm a, you know, I, I'm a natural, I'm a natural hater. So, you know, I like to, <laughs> <laughs> I like to hate on Taylor Swift. She's one of the people I hate on um, for yeah. no good reason other than me being a hater. You know what? I think I went through, like when I was a kid, I was like, I don't know, 10. When I started playing guitar, I was 10. So I think that's when one of her albums came out and nobody really knew who she was, but she used some of the same chords on guitar. And I was like, oh, this is easy. Like I can learn all her songs just by the few chords that she learns. And then growing up, she kind of became so mainstream that I kind of dismissed her. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I think as time has gone on, I've kind of looked more into, I don't really listen to like pop, popular music, but I've looked more to songwriters and what are they talking about and how did they turn this into a story? And I think that's why I'm kind of like back on her now. I'm like, wait, wait, wait a second. I kind of respect her a lot, Mm -hmm. the way that she, you know, but I feel you about that. Like I was a hater for a second. I was like, she's basic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why we're friends too. We're, uh, <laughs> we can be some natural born. We can be, a, we can be haters and, and I own it. I own it. I'm a hater. But anyway, so as mentioned beforehand, you've been around, um, you've experienced different places within the United States. Now you lived in Pittsburgh for a while. And, uh, you know, of course, that's where I met you. Um, but now being on the West Coast, L.A. to Arizona, um, what's life like on the West Coast compared to uh, Pittsburgh? And Pittsburgh is a whole different. <laughs> I, I know there's there has to be some vast differences. Can you talk about that? It's a whole different animal. <laughs> it's funny because I, I really like parts of the East Coast and like one of my friends we visited a lot of states in New England one year and I was like this is so different from Pittsburgh this is so different so I don't know if it's because I lived in Pittsburgh so long and I kind of know the ins and outs but I think the east coast is very um has a lot of history I think it's it's the east coast is kind of classy and I really like it a lot it's just it's just the weather it's so cold, you know, like, I don't like the cold. I like the heat. And I think the West coast, hmm, it's different vibes, you know, it's pros and cons with, with everything, of course, but the West coast, I think is, I, I'm drawn more to the West coast cause it's more relaxed and um, warm <laughs> and you kind of just, you show up and you're like welcomed. But I feel like when you go to the East Coast, they're kind of like, so where are you from? What you doing here? How long are you going to be here? And you kind of got to get acclimated 
but I feel like I have a personality where I just don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't ask me any more questions because I'm not going to answer them. So I I think it depends on the person, like what you're going to like, but yeah, pros and cons for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like every other place. And I think that was inaccurate. um, The way you described being welcomed in Pittsburgh. (laughs) I think that was very accurate. Like uh, we went to right before COVID started, thankfully, we went back down to Georgia where I lived for a while. And I'm like, man, I want to move back. Mm-hmm. And then like the price of uh, the cost of living down there is a little high. So uh, <laughs> needless to say, we're still here. But uh, uh, thanks for sharing. And uh, we'll maybe we'll talk about your uh, your travels and where you've been as we get into uh, this next part of the interview, which is let's talk about why you're here. Rennie made jewelry. I got my jewels on. I love my bracelet, <laughs> by the way. Um, oh, good. Yeah, I lo- and I have to get more. I know this is, we're recording on November 26th. So uh, you'll be having a Black Friday sale. Yeah, try and get some stuff out, get it out of my house. Oh, yeah. I got some new ideas brewing and I'm like, let me just start over and yeah. Yeah, yeah, check it out. And yeah, then- yeah. While, while we're on that subject, where can we find you? Where can we find you? So I'm on Instagram right now. Renniemade.jewelry, I believe. I'm pretty sure. And I don't have an Etsy, but I feel like it'll come in time. If my sales slow down or something, or I feel like it's a little bit dry, maybe I'll open an Etsy. But for now, just Instagram. So, yeah. So, Renniemade Jewelry, we'll put that up on the screen. I'll put that up there for anybody who watches on YouTube. And uh, when it comes to the the origins of Rennie made jewelry you talked about how when you were younger one of your creative outlets were to make jewelry for your friends it may not have been as good but it was something that you did so uh, let's fast forward to 2020 what was the idea or inception behind Rennie made jewelry well like I said I'm in school so um you know okay so the earlier this year, I was full-time student and then I was working full-time at an elementary school. And so I can't believe I did that because I, I don't, I think I just blacked out how tired I was because now I'm like, I can't, I can barely do school. But I, um, they, they continued through the school year, but I just felt like my mom was like, I don't know if it's safe. She works at a school too. And she's like, I'd rather you just you know, stay at home and focus on school while this pandemic is going on. I was like, but I need money though. So, so I was just like, I I was kind of thinking about it for a while and I saw a lot of jewelry accounts on Instagram and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. But I wouldn't make it like that. And I was like, what if you go back to the jewelry making you did when you were a kid, but you kind of stepped it up a little and did a little bit more with it? What could you do? So I'm like having, these are the conversations you have with yourself when you're an only child. And I'm like, okay, what could I do? And I spent one night just like ordering stuff online. And I was like, give yourself a limit of this amount of money and make something. And if it's not good, you're not going to sell it. If you think it's good, then go for it. And that's what I did. And I was like, oh my God, what if everyone hates it? And they're like, ooh, this isn't cute at all. (laughs) But I don't know. It seemed to just come out of this pandemic. So I guess it was a blessing in disguise, you know? 
Oh yeah, you seem to be doing well. You know, you can't judge everything off of uh, off of social media, the perception that you get. But it seems like you're doing well. I know, like uh, one of our friends, when you came out with the men's bracelets, um, he like <laughs> added me. I'm like, like I was at work and I looked at my phone. I'm like, how am I getting tagged? And really. Yeah, like, but, but it seems like, you know, I know, and then he posted, you know, the friend who bought some of your bracelets, he got four, like four, I got one. I'm like, okay. I know, I was like, dang, okay. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I guess I got to step my uh, Rennie made game up. But now, you did have a knack for being crafty. And when you talked about is everybody going to like it or is anyone going to like it? What if everyone hates it? How did you get that confidence to actually put yourself out there? Um, I think I have always, I think this is, this word is overused, but I think it, a doctor has told me that said it applies to me that I've dealt with just thoughts of anxiety all the time. And it's just something that you just deal with. And so these thoughts are running through my head like, mm, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe this is not a good idea. I just kind of, <laughs> I prayed about it for a second. And um, I don't know, I think my mom really helps me to make decisions. And so I'm asking her, I'm like, okay, what do you think if I do this? Is this good? And she'll tell me, she'll be like, no, no, that's not good. So like I had a talk with her and I was like, okay, do you think this is a good idea? And she's like, yes, just do it. Just try it out. Worst comes to worst, nobody buys anything. Your life isn't over. Just do it. If you like it, then just check it out and see what you can do. So, mm -hmm. Worst case scenario, <laughs> <laughs> if no one was buying your stuff, fake it till you make it. Yeah. Give one to your mom. Mm -hmm. Take a picture of her and some of her jewelry. <laughs> Thanks for my first customer who paid, you know, $25 for this piece. I'm selling out so fast and uh, I bet you get more customers, but you didn't have to deal with that. You did yeah. not have to deal with that. People latched onto it and um, carrying out that idea, even if it's just being on Instagram, um, that's a lot of work keeping up with, you know, posting and stuff like that. And, you know, you're getting DMS with orders and everything. So um, uh, how much, or how little uh, of stress or how much do you have to deal with that? Keeping up with people, keeping in contact with people uh, because you had pretty good communication with me when I made my purchase. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, people, when people order stuff, they usually slide in my DMs and um, I don't have, <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this, but I don't have my notifications on for Instagram just because I have like, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with Instagram. And so I just like to have a designated time that I do my business. And so I keep it on there. And I don't know, I think my customers so far have been pretty respectful of like the time that I take to make things and then ship them out or message them back or whatever. Cause I think everybody's busy too. So staying on top of it, it's just, I don't know, a matter of my customers. I think it's, I think it's on them. It's like, they're cool with however it is that I handle my business, I guess. Mm -hmm. And you know what we're talking about? And by the way, I have my notifications off um, <laughs> on my main account. Like I keep the podcast Instagram just in case, yeah. you know, 
I keep in contact with, you know, some of the interviews I set up, but I feel you with the, um, you know, Instagram ain't going nowhere. Um, exactly. We're talking, we're doing all this business talk and all this Rennie made jewelry. And I'm talking about my bracelet and the one thing I forgot. So you have to please forgive me that I'm just getting to this now, but what do you offer? Oh, well, I sell earrings for the majority for, for girls, but, um, I started to, I started getting custom orders of bracelets really early on. And I don't personally, I'm wearing bracelets right now that one that my friend made, but two of these that I made. And I don't usually wear bracelets, but I just started to because my customers were like, hey, can you, I like this, can you make this? And I'm like, I think so. <laughs> and so I would start to make bracelets for people and um, then it turned into bracelets for men. It's so funny because one of my guy friends was like, you should make men's jewelry. And again, my anxiety is like, no, that's stupid. And I was like, no, well, you're a guy, but like, it's only you saying that. So like, who, who's gonna, what guys follow me and who are they, who's gonna buy them? And then when you were like, you know, when is men's jewelry coming? I was like, okay, I think I'll do bracelets. Cause I like bracelets on guys actually. So what else? Um, I've made a necklace. I don't really do that, but I'm, you know, I'll make whatever you want. Okay. Whatever. So custom orders are available. Yes. Custom orders are available. I take customs. Um, I take your money first and then I do customs. <laughs> yeah, I've you made you yeah. I've made stuff and they're like, oh wait, no, never mind. It doesn't look the way I want. So, you know, yeah. Now, uh, with, with everything you talked about some of, um, some of uh, the challenges, but I want to get in depth with some of the challenges. Now, the anxiety, the anxious thoughts, you know, how am I going to do this? Is are people going to like this or that? Um, Let's talk about the ups and downs of creating and even the business side of selling. Um, Let's, let's be on a positive note first. Um, What are some of the highs that you've experienced, the positive things you've experienced with creating and selling on Rennie made jewelry? So I think, obviously, when I make a sale, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, and then I think about if I have to make it, then I'm like, oh, wait, when am I going to make it? Because, you know, I got school, I got homework, I got stuff. And so I, I reserve for the weekends, um, just like making different things. And then I ship out on Mondays. And so I just kind of, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just figure it out as I go, I think. And, um, but yeah, the anxiousness is always, always there. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think you were saying like, how do I feel when I make a sale? Yeah. Just the positives in general of uh, creating the jewelry and, uh, and or selling it. I don't know. I like making pretty things. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. I think it's the same with music. Like if I, if I'm playing a pretty song and and it comes out the way that I want, or I'm singing or I'm performing somewhere, um, singing a song, doing something with music, I feel really good. And I think it's just, it's not in a, in a negative way, but I think it, it just adds to your confidence and you're like, wow, you really did that. Good for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think, I think that's a big, big positive. And then I like, I like making things for people. And I like gift giving. So if I can combine those, 
then, you know, making somebody else happy and smile is nice for me. Yeah. And I'm sure it was a relief when um, you launched and that people were buying what you were creating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sure was. But at the same time, I was still like, okay, how long is this going to last? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's always like something that piles on top of a success. I always like will doubt myself and be like, uh, they're just being nice. They're just your friend. And then I started getting orders from people that I didn't know. And I was like, wait, you, you might, you might be doing something nice here. So, you know, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cause I know for myself, I thought I wanted to support. Okay. I followed your account. Cool. All mm -hmm. right. Now what's next? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy nothing. Like I can buy something for Kayla, right? Uh, but I don't, I don't know if she'll like it. And I don't want to get anything that I like and she don't like, and she won't wear it and whoop, whoop, whoop. So I'm glad you made the bracelets and you know, you're going to have a returning customer with me. Cause for one, I like to support my friends' businesses. That's one. And I like, since I've gotten into the podcasting, I like to support more independent people rather mm -hmm. than you know, buying a shirt or jewelry in this instance from ASOS or something cheap from H&M yeah. or something. I'd rather get it from somebody who can appreciate um, the business a little more. So um, I definitely appreciate it. Uh, the homie that bought four or three or four bracelets of yours definitely appreciates it. So, and I hope your pockets appreciate it from all the business that you're getting. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we talked about some positives, but with everything comes challenges. What are some of the main challenges that you've had to deal with in creating and selling on Rooney Made Jewelry? Well, I wanted to give up a few times, as maybe you could have seen from what I've been saying. But um, yeah, I wanted to give up. And then I talked myself back into it. And I'd be like, just rebrand or think of something else. Think, think of something new and that's you and authentic and that people will respond to. But really like talking out of my negativity, talking myself out, I guess, is its own challenge. Because I'll just convince myself that, you know, I need to, I guess, I don't know, that I need to be doing something else with my time. Um, I don't know. I think that's my main, my main thing. Um, <laughs> to this is kind of funny, but taking my packages to the post office every Monday, and they they see me every Monday, and they're like, "Oh, you got more packages! Yay!" Because <laughs> <laughs> the post office is already slow, and they're already they're already dealing with. You know, they were dealing with like the election mail and stuff. And I was like, I don't want to inconvenience you guys, but <laughs> here's 11 packages. <laughs> so I don't know. I think, yeah. But I think the negativity is really like something that inner negativity that I struggle with a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, with the pieces now, speaking of the pieces um, now, mine, I'll put a picture of this, you know, I'll be editing this video and all that stuff, try to make it presentable. Um, now, you can't really tell on here, but um, my piece is so nice. I love this so much. Like it just and I wear a lot of black. Yeah. So um, 
It's so funny because when I was making it, I was like, I was at Michael's and I was looking for different beads and I was texting my friend and who told me like, you should make men's jewelry. I was like, do these look manly? And he's like, yes, can you just (laughs) make it? And so I was like, I need a black one because Quentin wears black and he asked me to make men's jewelry. So I feel like he would like a black one. So that's what, so when I was making it, I was like, I feel like he would like this one. And so then you picked it and I'm like, you read me right i love this and like i said since i wear a lot of black i can wear this a lot so um cool hand podcast with the black with the black beaded (laughs) bracelet bbb um and and i was gonna uh ask about the creation of your pieces as well and the creation and the names of them too now as i was scrolling through your instagram getting some more um some more materials, some more questions to ask, something to, to, to think about. Mm-hmm. Now you have all these pieces. Now all of them are made by you. Now there's one with like a face on it. Which one or like the silhouette of a face? Um, I forget what the name of it was. Um, was it Sophia? Was I wearing them? It was, it was Sophia. Yes. It's so funny because I was wearing them earlier, but you couldn't see them. So I was like, whatever, just oh. I won't wear them. But I had them on earlier. Yeah. Now, where did these where did these names come from? Um, yeah. Okay. So I I had come up with I, I literally have a paper full of names that I've thought of and heard, and I was like, oh, that's a pretty name. And I had seen when I was researching for what I wanted to do with my page, with my Instagram, with my business, whatever, people were naming their earrings or they were calling it like blue swirls or something. And I was like, that doesn't make you want to want to buy it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you want to buy something that you're like, oh, that's cute. That's, you know, part of branding. And I think that um, as I accumulated these names, I was thinking of, okay, what are some girls' names that are kind of rare that you don't really hear and that you may hear, but you think of a nice person because you don't want to name a piece of jewelry that you made Becky because you think of your coworker. You mm-hmm. think of, you don't want to name it Karen because you're like, oh, I can't stand oh, no. Karen. So I don't want these earrings, you know? <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me, let me think of something like Sophia and Florence and Elise and something that was simple and you know that you're like oh that's nice I don't know anybody with that name (laughs) let me get these I like them so that's what how that came to be yeah I like those names the names are like uh like very fitting like Sophia that's like you know an elegant classy name um there was the one it was kind of like a playoff one of your friend's was it their last name or something like that? It was. Oh, was it Ryan? Yes. Yeah. And I yeah. thought, ain't nobody else thinking about that. It ain't nobody else coming with up with that except you. So like, that's something like, that's like, that's like a, a, a Rennie made original. Like, it's, yeah, it's so funny because that friend, like she and I have, my name's Lauren and she has, and she's like, you know, we both have basic names. And I'm like, listen. Mine is L-O-R-E-N, but I'm like, you're right. We do have basic names. And like her middle name is Royan. And I'm like, that's such a beautiful name. You don't hear that. And it's kind of like, like a cool hipster name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if 
like, let me, let me think about this. And, and she had bought something and she was like, I was like, oh, maybe I can come up with a collection. And I didn't tell her. And so I stole her name. I mean, you know, it's copyrighted now, but you know, <laughs> I was like, I'll just, I'll just take this. And so I took her name and I named a collection after and she's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, what yeah. an honor. Yeah. Shout out to her for uh, lending, yeah. lending your name. You know who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know who you are. So um, let's talk about the creation of these pieces. Um, what's the thought process behind the earrings you make, the bracelets you make? What's going through your mind and how do you come up with these things? You know what? I just look at something and I can visualize it. I can visualize what I want to do with it, like um, almost immediately. And I'm like, okay, I have to buy, if I'm in a store, I'm like, uh, okay, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy this. And then I'm going to combine them. And then sometimes rare occasions, but I'll go to a store and I know they're having a sale and I'll buy like a necklace or, or some jewelry from there. And I'll take things apart and then put them back together. If, if I think like the piece is really, really unique. Um, but yeah, mostly when I, when I shop, sometimes I get charms from, or beads from Etsy or something. And I'm like, okay, I know what I want to do with this. So, yeah. Well, it seems like it's working out. I, I'm sure there's a lot of trial and error with those yeah. things as well. All right, now this is, now this is my last, like, you know, like written thought out question for you. What can we what can we expect and what's next for Rennie Made Jewelry? Ooh, I got some things brewing in my mind. Um, it might not they might not be released until the new year. I just want to kind of take my winter break and and just reinvent my my page. I feature a lot of models that are some of my friends, some people that I know, some people I don't know. And, um, you know, it's nice to see girls and, you know, beautiful women wearing my stuff and being able to um, kind of model what they, they purchase. And I think it, it's, it's a nice incentive for other people to buy it. I don't know why, but like I'll advertise something and nobody will, nobody will say anything. And then, you know, you get a girl to wear it in a pretty picture and her nice makeup and her cute little outfit, whatever. <laughs> and then somebody will be like, wait, I want three of those. Hmm. Like, Are you kidding? <laughs> but I think it's so funny because, you know, you want to relate to a person. You kind of want to see what it looks like. And you're like, oh, I want to be, oh, I want to be cute like her. And, and then you're more inclined to buy. So I think in this new year, I might, I might do more of that. I might do less of that. I don't know. I'm trying to jot down any sort of little idea I have, but things are coming. New, new collections with unique names are coming and um, maybe more men's jewelry. Who knows? We're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. And I always love, um, I love to see my friends uh, do things creatively. That's why I asked you to, uh, to be on. So uh, I really appreciate it. And um, I'm sure I speak for anyone who may be watching that uh, we're all looking forward 
uh, to more Rennie made jewelry. So is there anything that I missed? Anything you wanted to, uh, uh, just to say a random fact, a shout out, um, anything? Um, I mean, this is, this interview is in no way, I think, um, you're not inclined, you don't have to look at my stuff, but I think that, um, you know, just the support that I've gotten thus far, I'm so, so appreciative for, because this just turned into like a midnight idea that I had one night. And now that I'm making jewelry and different things for different people, I, I just feel very appreciative for that. So I, you know, I'm, I'm thankful and I'm thankful to you for having me on this show. I've, I've always like watched your podcast and think that they were so funny and I'd see like different people, my d favorite different people and be like, oh, let me watch this just because it's that person. So, mm -hmm. so thank you. All right. Well, thank you for being on. Um, this is the Cool Hand Podcast, Rennie Made Jewelry. She said you don't have to look look at her page. I'm telling you to look at it. Look at this. Come on, y'all. And and I love it. I'm going to buy more. Rennie Made Jewelry, Cool Hand Podcast, something you got to deal with. Let's get some clapping in there. All right. Clap, clap, clap. Yay. All right. It's over.